0: What point do you know that it's time to fully commit to being bald? <laughs> Appreciate your input.
1: They're guys, they do magic, magic. they are the magic guys. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 150. This is a monumental day, and you can tell it is because we're all wearing the Magic Eyes T-shirts, looking buff. This is the goods. To my left, we got Nick Kay. Welcome to the show, friends. Down below, we got Doug Kahn.
1: What's up?
0: Yeah, and I'm Josh <laughs> Nolbe. Bringing and- it back. <laughs> <laughs> How is Doug's the <laughs> most u- most youthful out of all of us? He's got he's got what's the secret, Doug?
1: Uh, extra edibles due to back pain. This is what,
0: <laughs> well, that's yeah. Wh- whatever excuse we can use, we'll, we'll take it extra edibles. It's hard to get. I feel like they're hard to get in Australia. I don't know. Nope. You make your own. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. All right. I've been living under a rock. Good Follow stuff. Follow me for
1: more recipes.
0: Yeah. That could. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's treats. That could be a, that could be a show. That could be a show. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Look at happy anniversary, guys. Thank you. Thomas says yo yo yo. Ed needs a bit of a uh description on what ripper means because we said in the comments it's going to be a ripper episode. And uh Doug, that's not a US term. Um, well,
1: some 420 people speak of getting ripped. Oh. So maybe that <laughs> maybe a ripper is a thing. I don't know.
2: I remember being at Magic Live, and and you know one of the things we say when things, something's awesome, you go, "That's grouse." And I remember someone showed me something. I went, "Oh, that's grouse." And then this guy turns to the other guys like, "What's grouse?" He goes, "Oh, I believe it's a flightless bird." <laughs> <laughs> wow. So and I just heard it off to the side, the two of them talking to each other. I'm like, "Grouse means good, man. It's good."
0: Essentially, yeah, it's just a an expression. Great. Of something nice. Great. I yeah. can't say I use it though. Like it is, but I'm aware of it. You know, I can respect it. I'm aware of it. So, you know, there's that covered. Boys, Speaking of respect, I, thank you to everyone for being here for
2: our 150th episode. Bam, bam, bam.
1: Doesn't seem That's right. It seems like I've time traveled through through some weird multiverse where you know, how is it three years?
0: I know this is a multiverse. You're seeing Doug's actually me in 10 years. So it's just because we're dressed know, almost the same.
1: I don't ever see you getting this physique.
0: <laughs> well, give me time, man. Give me oh. time. Give me eggnog. Give me edibles. What's the other stuff? <laughs> coffee. <laughs> we'll yeah. <get> there. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. So we got, we got a, a bunch of things lined up for you, for you guys. So one of the comments, um, you saw me post on our socials was that we're going to do a few giveaways and one of which is from the best speak pipe that comes through the best voicemail and you guys really delivered we've got like uh we've got like more than what i can count on my hand uh in voicemail so this is going to be its whole segment and we can it's cool because we can interact with you guys um the other thing we're doing is we're going to do a comment random draw so if you're watching this live Throughout the the episode, we have a word for you to type in. I'm gonna show you it in a second, but at the end of it, we're gonna it has a randomized tool. Doug found all this. Doug is really switched on with tech, and we rely on him for all the new releases of kind
2: of all in now. I'm all in.
0: I'm in the rabbit hole. He is AI. He's um it's
2: it's really funny because ordinarily hear stories of like, I don't know how to use my phone. So I call my son over, he's 14, he comes over and fixes me phone. And then you got Doug that's just like, I know all this cool IT stuff because I'm from the future.
0: Yeah, I said I want to do a giveaway, and Doug's like, "Well, hey, here's this tutorial. Uh, the stream service we use offers a randomized selector, so look at that.
1: It's very cool. The live chat giveaway. So if you're watching live right now, you get to drop a comment, win a prize. I love. We we're this.
2: originally going to do it through Smoke Signal, but Doug found a much better way. So yeah, uh, so
0: tell them how it works. <laughs> So here is the giveaway tool. I'm just repeating what Doug showed me. And we've clicked our stream. Now, the text you need to type in is Christmas with a capital C, Christmas. Uh, Bob, you can spell that, right? Uh, (laughs) And we're going to hit start collecting comments. And there's one entry already. So we're going to come back to this screen a little later. But we're going to essentially hit draw at some point. And... uh, we're gonna see how um, how many prizes we can give away. Yeah, we may even do, it do it that. Time.
1: Man. Actually, I've grown today as a creator thanks to you, Josh it's a
0: oh, smart Oh, to do a giveaway. Please tell me. Oh, as in what?
1: So normally you... when I use it, I'm like, type it in now. You got two minutes, but why two minutes? Why not the whole episode? You know, just let them type it in the whole time. <laughs> good luck, everyone. <laughs>
0: I love it, John. Everyone types in Christmas. John types in Easter. Well, uh, you're just pre, you're pre, you know, entering for the Easter giveaway that we'll exactly. Now,
2: while you guys are typing months. away, thank you. Enter them in. We want to do a bunch of giveaways. We we actually before the show ran around grabbing as many things as we can, giving away not just products but also knowledge, um, secret super duper cool things that I would never give away. I decided we would. So, um, let's jump into it with our first speak pipe. Fire away, Josh.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to load them up now. I started venting some of these to make sure you know it was just like usable and stuff, but uh, but eventually, I just some of these I don't know what we're about to hear. So, you guys are listening to this for the first time. This one comes from Jonathan. Let's see what Jonathan wants to share with us. Morning, magic guys. I just wanted to call because Christmas is just around the corner and Santa's about to arrive. Other than the magic of leaving the presents
2: under the tree, I was wondering if he would be willing to do a magic trick or even record a magic trick for my kids. And I was just wondering if you guys have any suggestions of what I can ask him, something maybe that they could do themselves, a self-working uh, effect, or um, something that he can record Thank you guys so much. Uh, I know the kids will be awesome. Not just to, uh, will be excited, uh, and it would be awesome not just for them to get the presents, but to actually uh, experience the magic long after Santa has left. Thank you guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jonathan. Thank oh, you, Jonathan. Jonathan, that's a great challenge. That's a great challenge. Wow. So. So just to be clear, is he saying that like you pretend to be Santa and you like send a video to the kids to be like, do this thing or I'll come to your house and shit under your tree
0: or like (laughs) what's the (laughs) like I I, I don't think it was a, yeah, I don't think it was a a demanding video. I think it was, I think he's saying like, a yeah, like a magical video. Yeah, it's a good idea. At Mm, first mm. it sounded like he was saying, could we do it? But I think what he, by the end of it, it seems like do we have an idea of what he can film as Santa for his kids? That's what it yeah. seemed like by the end there. Uh, and he said cuz he was like self-working trick what could be
1: So if I'm going that way, I'm getting the domain that has Santa in the name, I'm making a QR code, putting that on the gift, they get the gift, they click the code, they go to santateachesmagic.com and there he is. Uh, oh, you know. What about
0: what about this? What about you just do a uh So so my my girlfriend does this for her um customers that buy stuff from her penguin magic does this as well what about you film what you just film like a a a, a, a boxing video like san- showing santa wrapping their presence showing like the label of the kids names it stick it on and it's like all right enjoy your presence and then it's like because they can see them under the tree and like they've got to see santa wrapping it it's not magic at all but it is like a, a easy thing that any muggle could do Otherwise, you could do like kind of um, some Nick K. style magic, maybe where Santa's like showing a you know a lolly to the screen, and the dad just covers that part of the screen for a second and pulls the lolly out straight from Santa to the kids. I,
2: lo- I love the idea of having um, like if we're assuming that there is like uh, the the stockings over the fireplace, and then what you do is you you film a video of that, like you put like you have like a change bag type stocking Mm. and then it goes in and then you show it's vanished and then you say go to the stocking on the fireplace and it's like a transposition at that point so a change bag stocking that's yeah
0: that's yeah for
1: 99.95 i'll stream yard you in i'll put on a stocking cap and ho 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 for you
0: hey there you go you heard it first there's um mean spin galley deck does Santa have a cameo? Is there a cameo for Santa? Surely, it's got to be. Someone's got to have done that. And before we move on, because there, there are some more just coming through right now. My goodness, uh, Tim asked, did Nick get a lot of threats from Santa when he was a kid? <laughs> you know, he was on the naughty list.
2: <laughs> no, I was. Uh, generally, this is this is a true story. Um, my my mum tells me this story all the time. She's like. Like, my eldest sister was a bit of a nightmare. Never went to sleep. The middle child, Renee, was a nightmare. She goes, Nick, I forgot I had a kid. There was, he, just, he just never did any trouble. Like, he just never m- messed up. He never fought back. I was never <laughs> like, but I want a bra. I was just like, Ma, can I go to Marcus's? She's like, no. I'm like, all right. And then <laughs> I just wouldn't push back ever. And Wow. Yeah. like And even, like, she, she tells me a story, like, um, she lost me in the mall one time. And I was like, oh, Mom. God. I was, I was a kid. I'm like, Mom, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. And she's like, you can't. We have to go shopping. And I'm like, Ma, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. And she said, like, jokingly, because my house is filled with sarcasm growing up, was so sleep. And so I did. And I went under, a uh, like, a whole rack of coats. And basically, it was like my little shanty town. And I slept. And they didn't find me for, like, hours until eventually they, they did. And I was just having a kip underneath the coats. Um, I was just such a non-difficult kid. Growing right. up, and mm-hmm. I pray that my kids are like that because man, oh, nowadays sounds to me they're yeah. just looking to lose you. So John, John,
1: John so says, go says, go sleep in the coats.
0: Doug, you made Doug, you've made ninety nine ninety five. John says, sounds like a deal for the uh the Santa you, John Prentis. Yeah, nice. So that was John's SpeakPipe. So remember John's, all right? So that's the Santa cameo. That's great. Next we have, because one of these SpeakPipes is going to win one of the giveaways. And maybe we'll explain the giveaways in in a a little second. But if you've just joined us, enter Christmas in the chat and our giveaway tool is going to select some people later. All right. This one is from Kevin. Let's see what Kevin's up to.
2: Kevin Rosewood here from the USA congratulations on 150 episodes. That's absolutely crazy. And I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you for all of the tips that you've shared, all of the pieces of information, and you've inspired me to become a better magician every time that I listen to your podcast. And I love absolutely everything that you all are doing. And I hope that we get to see another 150 episodes here in the next couple of years. That's unlikely. My question for all of you is, what are those magic books that you keep going back to time and time again where you find your inspiration for your next trick or you get re-inspired to try a trick that you've learned before? Thank you so much and congratulations once again.
0: Well, Kevin wins. Everyone, see you later.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ah, let's let's extend the thank you back to Kevin for your support and for listening to our show, Kevin. We appreciate Mm. you and we do hope to deliver the value that you find in this show now—if not—we we are constantly trying to prove upon it as best we can. So, so, thank you back now to answer your question: Which books do we del- like return back to regularly? Mm. Man, if you had I to name, let's say two. If you had to name okay.
0: two,
2: if I had to name two, I would say "Designing Miracles." Nice. I, I like I like to just just crack open and have a read, kind of infrequently, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. like to do that a little bit with Bobos but that's just because I'm a dork. Great. But if I was going to make a suggestion to like jump back into, I would probably be like out of astonishment. I reckon that's the better realm to go into considering that half of the, uh, uh, TV magic spots are inspired by those, but yeah, I don't think I'm sort of, uh, equipped enough to sort of share that knowledge as far as revisiting Doug, you seem like you have some deep thoughts about this.
1: I'm trying to, I really don't feel equipped to answer this question.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't read enough books, Doug. Um, How can you?
1: Num- number one, the collected works of Alex Elmsley. Like every time nice. I read those books, I'm reacquainted with the genius of this man.
2: Is that the mm-hmm. two, the volume, the two volumes, the big black books? Yeah, yeah, man. That's a good idea. He
1: is like, he is a creative force that magic has not seen, maybe ever. Like, it's amazing what he brought to life at a time when no one was doing similar things. Mm. Like, half the magic that Di Vernon popularized as his is Alex Elmsley's. Mm. Not to be bashing Vernon, I'm just saying, you know?
2: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: He invented the term in Pharaoh. He was the first to experiment with the Pharaoh Shuffle with card magic. You know, mm. He's a mathematical genius. His dissertation on, on the presentation of magic is one of the best. And man, if you go through some of those old magic magazines, which would be my second vote for the books to return to things like *Ibidum* and Epilogue and any, any old magic magazine is great to just get in, open a page and have a good time.
2: Mm. it's also nice just to like anything that you haven't seen in like four th- like depending on how long you've been in magic for let's mm-hmm. say that you've been in magic for 10 years anything that you haven't seen within 50 percent of the time you've been in magic go re- go visit again because you will literally watch it with new eyes so I think that, yeah so I, as opposed yeah. to like what as opposed to like what we recommend i think you should review what you got Purely because it's defined you as the performer you are today. Yeah. So it's nice to know where you came from, to know where you're going. So I think take a second and look at what you've done, Kevin, and like what you've read or even watched on DVD. Take a little second and like rewatch it again. If you've seen, like, um, you know, Paceboards by, uh, you know, Gregory Wilson, go watch it again. Go watch mm-hmm. it again. You'll like, you you're just, like, I, I I don't know how many of us bought, you know, Sick by Ponta the Smith. In the first two oh, years yeah. of my career. Of I course. was that guy. No chance. Was I gonna be able to achieve those slights? Now, no problem. Now, no problem. But this is 16 years later. So look at this
1: book. You think it's been read great. about 25 times?
0: Wow. Yeah, Nice. You know?
1: So I'm practicing what I'm preaching over here. It's I yeah. didn't make it this book look this way in a couple of days, you know.
0: Hell yeah.
1: I'm gonna read well, it yeah. later. I'm gonna leave it there and read it again.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I I think for me, there are definitely books that I'll flick through. There aren't the ones that I'm like, I want to feel re inspired. I think, I feel like Mnemonica is one of them. That's Uh, cool. Yeah. Because there's just, you just open it and you're like, oh, yeah. I've never explored this yet. Um, So that's fun. And then the other one, Patrick already called it. Uh, This one here, Helda is The Secret Language. There's just, there's just way too many. Yeah, there's way too many effects in here to just like remember them all. So like, I'll forget about them and then I'll come back to it and I'll be like, oh hell yeah, I should try that. For anyone who's considered this book, like, look how good the illustrations are. Oh my god, I need this in my life.
1: I don't even know this book.
0: Helder Camiras, man, it's uh, it is just beautiful. His his take on stuff is really nice. He's just kind of I
1: love his magic. I just wasn't aware he had a massive
2: tome out.
0: Me neither. Yeah, yeah, man. I guess Put was on the Christmas the
1: dark list. Time when that yeah.
2: I was, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. I hope that answers thank your you, question. Kevin. Thank you yes. so much, and again, like, thank you for your support. And yeah, let's press on to our next
0: speak pipe. Here we go with Seth. All right, I've
2: got a very important uh, question, topic of discussion today, and it's it's
0: for all three of you to answer. And that that question is at What points do you know? That it's time to fully commit to being bald. <laughs> Appreciate your input. I like it,
2: Seth. Uh, you uh, prick! it <laughs> <laughs> has got my vote, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, okay, can I answer that one first? Because I think I think it deserves a genuine answer. Um, I I I knew where I was heading. Uh, you know, just genetically and everything else, and uh, I just thought I would make the jump before it became a problem. And what was remarkable was I think I was about 28, so that was 11 years ago that I decided like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. And then I I did it, and it's a sad it's a sad moment. Like you will cry when you when you first commit to this. Like you go you look in the mirror and you shave it off and you realize that this part of your life is now over. Um, you know, keeping in mind that I used to play in a band. I was in a so i was in a punk rock band and i used to dye my hair and i used to have mohawks and cool stuff like that you know what i mean so all those days are past me now but uh if you're someone who knows where you're heading and it's going to be part of your image you just need to take the step and go this is what i am now i'm a potato with a beard and i do magic oh that,
0: that's potato, my potato potato with a beard that sounds like it that, i feel like that could be a tattoo <laughs> Potato with the beard.
2: Well, again, what, and that being I...
0: said, Josh, you
2: are the most recent person to come aboard the B train, ball mm. train. What was your definitive like moment where you went like, "All right, it's time"?
0: Well, I just, I just saw how much um, attention Doug was getting. You know, like Aaron's always taking him away on getaways, and you know, obviously the board look is is the the superior preference. So I thought, why not?
1: Any regrets, no. <laughs> Norpito? Do you ever wish you had that time to wash that hair, quaff the hair, worry about the hair?
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm a much happier man having made the made the jump for sure. In the last year of having hair, you know, I had to be very selective with how I um, brushed that, it and yeah. and you know, and everything. It just wasn't worth it. And then I, I feel knew that sorry my girlfriend Harry.
1: I'm like, you you know, you guys are all sorry, feeling sorry for the bald guys. But the answer to your question is as soon as possible, get that off of there. Even yeah. if you don't need just commit to it.
0: I yeah. remember Doug, I think and I think what also helped is Doug, you showed us um different stages of Michael Lamar's life where he should have oh, yeah. committed to
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, why I'm he here. He should have you committed know? to it. <laughs> Imagine at like 23, I was losing it early, early, and I was like,
2: "Yeah, wow, let's just do it." She must have been like filled with testosterone and just naturally jacked at 23. If it's just pouring it was out, early.
1: it was having children early, and the anxiety and stress of it all made the hair
2: spring from my head. Yeah, <laughs> and just start growing on your back. Yeah,
1: it's all good for me. I started saving time at a young age, you know. So that's all did- good.
2: It's generally the best. Like, I kid you not, I I, I sometimes got to do three or four shows a day, and I only have, like, a very short amount of downtime between things. Yeah. And sometimes you, like, you don't eat for, like, six hours. You have a bite to eat, and you sugar crash, and you're like, well, I I might have a 30-minute nap. And then you nap, and you're like, good. Yeah. And you, your hair's not a mess, <laughs> and, you know, like, you just got to give it a quick polish, and away you go.
0: Yeah, and I I can wear helmets if I'm taking an e-scooter in the city to the event. Sometimes
1: know. people get dandruff. What the, what's that? You know, you get this flaky shit all over your suit. No one Gross. wants to see a magician like that.
0: Yeah, very so, dust looking. Jeez, Seth, that was a that was a great question. Very good question. Next one coming up is from Raghav. We've had Raghav sent in a couple lately.
1: Hello, magic guys. This is Raghav. I'll mimic Elon Musk's voice and ask this
2: question for josh ways and magic is widely embraced as other artists a misconception on the public that magicians practice black magic or was as elon musk i think i won a free gift for asking this
0: (laughs) so if i decipher that ragav's gone an ai and got elon musk to ask the question do magicians practice black magic i think is what the question is I like yes. where your head's at. You can see, yeah. you can tell who, which magicians are the engineers that listen to us, because that's a very yeah. engineered <laughs> uh, question. Yeah.
2: Uh, I th- yeah. I think some ever- do. I think some do, but not, but not in a, in a, like, I'm going to murder a pigeon and, and like do a seance in a way that, like, I think I, I would say the buskers do it the most because they will perform. For someone who might be a douchebag, and then that guy will just be like a hex upon you. I hope Probably that you you're not.
1: I do murder a pigeon and have a seance. So you can combine the two.
2: Okay. Now we're just. It's a, new,
1: it's a new thing I'm working out. Okay. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And Elon, Elon Musk, if you need a birthday party magician, give me a call. All right. Send yeah. one of your rocket ships, and we can do this. Just bring us all. Bring all of us. And we'll give you the show of your life as, uh, as as Santa Claus while killing a pigeon, while using a change uh, stocking, and we'll all be bald. So, you know, just saying. All right, so the next one's from uh, Matthew Mosley. Let's see what Matthew's up to.
1: Hey, y'all. So this is Matthew Mosley, the Christian magician, and this is the story of how a six-year-old girl ended up pulling a nail out of my nose. And so the day started out just fine. Had a gig that day for an uh, event for first responders, and so I decided to pack a couple of dangerous stunts. And so, get to the event, and thinking it's going to be mostly adults, no problem. It wasn't mostly adults. It was actually mostly kids. And so I do a couple shows, get through them all, and at the end of one of them, a little
2: girl walks up and says. Hey, can I try that? Uh, Yeah. Five minutes later, she was pulling a nail out of my nose. Anyways, that's it. Bye.
0: Now, I did talk to Matthew after we sent this, and he did explain that the parents – the kid came up and said, I saw you showing this to someone else. Can I – can you show me too? And then he got the parents to be like, yes, you can. And then so – That's how he ended up. What a weird scenario. Doug, what are your thoughts? I can see your face.
1: Am I hearing this correctly, that Matthew had another kid put a nail in his face?
0: He's saying that um, he was doing a gig for first responders, so he thought he would do blockhead. Yeah, And then, yeah, by the end of the gig, it was a six-year-old girl doing the the pulling of the nail out of the nose. No,
1: there's nothing good about this. We should edit (laughs) this out of the show, and no one should hear about this ever again. Matthew, you made a bad choice. <laughs> You're out of the contest, maybe barred from magic.
2: I think that's I think it's adorable. Okay,
1: like, wait, they, wait. he's clarifying. He's clarifying. She pulled she the nail out. out.
0: Okay. She pulled it out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. You're allowed in, but still questionable choice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good trick that you do for kids called the ladybug, the lucky ladybug, but do scalar magic. Mm. It's really good. Do that for kids. Don't- your nose that's great man i mean why not yeah that kid's gonna remember that and it's the perfect line when you with the kids and you go like don't try this at home do it at school where you get a bigger audience you know like that line
1: there when you get it in there jimmy you say and now if I sneeze I'll nail your ass to the wall
0: You you know what? Because that—that is what that, especially boys. That is what young boys want to see. Is they want to see gross, weird, dangerous stuff. You know, fire. You know, nails going into noses, and then yeah, you line them up. You're like, all right, who's next? (laughs) You can have a lot of fun. I imagine Blaine
1: Blaine doing it with a steak knife. On uh, oh yeah, what? 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 Serrated steak steak knife.
0: You did blockhead. Yeah, with the serrated. No, with, uh, yeah. and Kiana Kiana Reeves pulls it out. No, Kiana Reeves, you know the amount that's of knives what that, that trick to...
1: You know, Blaine's like, yeah, nails aren't enough.
0: True. Yeah, why do it with just a nail I mean, when you can do it with in a nail?
1: age, it's not enough, really. That's Matthew, true. It's time to up
0: your game. Good stuff. I mean, yeah, out. that's right. It's so you know, it's so timid now, now that uh, I can tell
1: them these things.
0: Yeah. When you're showing us, yeah. If a six year old girl isn't screaming at a nail, it's, it's not enough anymore.
2: Well, Matthew, <laughs> thank you for sharing that gnarly story. Oh, I thank you. think, I think it's pretty adorable. Um, yeah. Yeah. And obviously like I, 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 you know, we know you, we know you're a professional. You would have mediated that and explained the importance and the safety of that to the child. And it's really nice that you like handballed a very high level of responsibility in that moment. We wouldn't, but you're brave. And for that, I
0: commend you. Well done, we sir. Sal- we salute you. Yeah. yeah. For everyone, who- Get who's insurance now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Matthew has a pretty wild career. Like I remember his other speak pipe months ago was about the dog. He was busking and the dog jumped up to find the dog treats in his bag because he gives out dog treats normally. Or the dog toy, I think it was. Crazy stuff, man. You're wild. Uh, you're wild boy. So everyone listening, if you've just joined us, put the word Christmas in the chat. That will uh, make sure you're in the running for some of our giveaways. Um, should we talk we about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we have, a, we have a couple more. Yeah. So um, let's jump to this one. So this one I haven't listened to. So just let's hope our listeners aren't creeps. And this is from Cameron Cameron Leo. Cameron Leo. Okay. Hey guys, this is Cameron Leo from Sydney, long time listener, first time caller, uh, looking to go professional in the next uh, couple of months. Um, what's some advice you guys could give to me um, when I start my professional journey in magic? Don't do it. Be a professional banker. <laughs> Don't do it.
2: Run. They get a real job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to say that to people, it's not a sane choice to be a professional magician. It's a horrible decision.
0: Mm. It's like you only do it if you've been told not to do it, and you just can't fathom doing anything else but that because you're you're a weirdo like us. Um, Cameron, great to hear a fellow Aussie accent in the speak pipes. Firstly, that's cool. Are you? Have you met Cameron before, Nick? I'm trying I, to think I, if I have
2: or not, and it doesn't ring a bell, which is upsetting. I'm, I might have to search like my socials if we have set up a friendship. But yeah, Cameron, what I would like cool, you man. to do is I would like you to like reach out to me on on my socials and I would like to know what you do, what you're about. We have residencies all over the country. If there's any mm. opportunities that we can utilize you, um, I'm happy to coach you through how to get through that. So let's you and I set up a friendship and um, yeah, we'll see what we can <laughs> do to, to help you help you get that on board.
0: Going to be professional, here's one great piece of advice that Tim has put in here. (laughs) Don't let six-year-olds pull nails from your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But honestly, I think… If you
1: are Australian, you could consider coming on America's Got Talent to launch your career. (laughs) This would be an an option.
0: Yeah, you never do it in your own country Mm because it's just not exotic and interesting enough. You gotta go somewhere else. And when they say, Why have you chosen Romania's Got Talent to showcase your work? You say, Oh, because it's the best got talent on TV. And they'll and that's what everyone says. On Britain's Got Talent at least. Yeah. Um, Here's some
1: real advice though. Get a restaurant and have a family show. For the first year, you'll probably need it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Perform as much as you can. People need to see you to be able to book you. Hit up charity events that have banquet dinners. You know, every year, be yeah, there, great. photographers take photos of you, get a website going, get in touch with a videographer or a friend if you trust their work, you know, get some promo packages going, find restaurants that will let you perform there every week. You just, you have to, you have to start the momentum going and uh, really tune in, hone into the uh, professionals in your area in, in Sydney. Yeah, that's um, good- We, we yeah. just had Magic Mike on last week. He's from Sydney. Um, reach out to him. Reach out to Adam Axford. Another great Sydney magician. Um, they're really going to help if they know you exist and they know you're good. They're going to help you know get you in the wheel. It's just that's just a couple of things. I actually have a YouTube playlist on getting into professional magic, but um, we could talk about this all that's day.
1: That's fantastic. I bet that's and a just, great playlist.
0: Exactly.
2: And the audience recommends that you shave your head and that you start a band as well. So, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Pro tips.
0: Nice, 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 right. nice. Love it. All right, Dylan, our editor, has sent one in, and he normally, when he sends one in, it's a joke. So let's see if it's a joke today or if he's uh, got a question. Okay. What's up, guys? You're probably live now if you're listening to this or like maybe not even bother putting in. I wouldn't if I were you. But um, I'm so finally, aren't I? Send <laughs> your speak pipe while you live. But um, my question is, what is your definition of a magician? Do you think it's a title or do you think it's something you earn? Like overall, for example, someone who spends three years, years, you know, mastering all like side of hand techniques, whatever, or someone who just spends money on gimmicks. Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> 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 what is that? That's, that's his, that, is, that <laughs> we, <laughs> we off. well, I, I forgot to say we send voice messages to each other when he's editing the, mm-hmm. you know, the shorts for our pod and he made a funny sound once and I was like, Oh, that's funny. And I made it back. So now he does it every time. And uh, it's hilarious. Nice.
2: Okay. So that's a a good question. Like what defines a magician? Is it someone who like puts the efforts into the slights or someone who just buys stuff and performs? That's a really good question because, Mm. because I guess on with that answer, if we consider them both magicians, one would be a good and a bad magician to some degree, right? Possibly. Or is it more so that it's like it's not about how you do the magic with regards to methods, but how you present it and perform it? That's what defines you as a
0: good magician. Okay. My, my answer would be someone calling themselves a magician is when, like, in any environment, if they had to show magic, they could – go into it with whatever happens to be around them or how many people are watching or whatever, it shouldn't be like, Oh, I didn't bring my box of stuff. Okay. To me, that would be a magician. If I have to really like, you know, simplify it. What say you, Doug?
1: Uh, I say, how dare I tell you how to do your art. So magic can be whatever you want it to be
0: mm that's that's, that's, that's Doug's way of saying go to conjure.com and the images <laughs>
1: well, I could say well, that every week do I say that ever never
2: okay well Maybe, no. if I mean not here anyway if I could have the final say on this Dylan I think no 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 but if I if, <laughs> if I could have a a final say on this I think it's magic is not like hey okay, so there's there's certain pillars that hold up the notion of being a magician. So obviously like the notion one is that like the secrecy of it to some degree, right. Um, you know, that we don't expose things. A magician never reveals their tricks. If you stick to those things and, you know, and also when you like respect another magician, like there's nothing worse than when you're trying to perform something and there's someone out there going, "Oh no, you did that. And I know they don't know how I did that, but they have an ego about it. Like oh, I'm magician too. I know how it's all done. And it's like, well, you're not a magician because if you were, you would show some respect to a fellow magician. And if you consider yourself one, you would never try to derail my show or perform for anyone else. If you were a real magician, you'd be a friend. And that's the thing about this community. Like the level, as I know that, especially here in Oz, the level of camaraderie we have with magicians is like second to none. And I don't for a second feel that like I'm in contention or again, you know, or battling anyone that I consider a friend, you know, and I consider all magicians, my friends. So, um, I think that if you keep to that and never perform or keep to yourself or stay super quiet, I think that's what makes you a magician. You just want to be a cat who loves the game, doesn't perform for anyone, but just loves the art form and just likes to practice and doesn't do anything. I think that makes you a magician. If you're someone who does big ass corporates or residencies or family shows, that also makes you a magician. So, I just think that it's the foundation of respecting each other, being there for each other, and respecting the mm-hmm. art form with the pillars of I, respecting your master. Don't expose things that aren't yours.
1: Regarding so, exposure, I think magic is evolving into a position where an audience can appreciate the art for a performer's skill set. And as such, maybe they're <laughs> not as magical or even a magician, but maybe just an entertaining sleight of hand artist. This is the way Mm -hmm. I think of myself. And I don't brand myself that way. It's like just too hard for people to understand you're a sleight of hand artist and just being funny. But so I say I'm a magician because it's easier for people to buy a magician. But if I were to like tell my story, I'm a sleight of hand artist. Yeah. I do fooling things. Um, I don't expect you to believe it's magic, I just expect you to have a good time being surprised while you're watching it. Yeah, and yeah. as magic mm. evolves in p- shows like Fool Us and even the judgment shows like Amer- America's Got Talent, where they're mm-hmm. analyzing the performance style and whether you do close up or sleight of hand or comedy, maybe audiences can appreciate different subsets of our art for different reasons.
0: Totally, yeah. totally well said. Definitely, in the corporate scene, it's very much that you're an entertainer. Like you're not trying to sell that you're doing wizardry stuff. However, when we jump to um, gig stories, like I was anyway, I think there's a point when your sleight of hand's so good, right, that it is magic. But it's obviously all perception, it's the presentation, obviously it's the presentation
1: that yeah, makes magic. It's, all, it
0: sub- it's yeah. all subjective, but it's definitely a lot more. Magic when I think people see in real life on video, it's probably more magical and wow, that guy's really good. Yeah, but uh, in, it hits different in in real life. True story. Yeah. So that's all our speak pipes, by the way. That was that was uh, that was quite. Thank you for sending them in. It only took us to give away a prize <laughs> for you to send them in, and we appreciate yeah. it. But uh, anytime you guys
1: want. Let's take a moment and acknowledge how much better or fun this show is to be able to get questions and give back useful information. And when we say send in the SpeedPipe, send them in and we'll have, you know, more moments like we just had. I think it's good.
0: Absolutely. Wherever you're listening to this right now, it's in the description. SpeedPipe.com forward slash The Magic Guys. You could be literally at a gig and something's just happened. You could be like, oh crap, this just happened, you know, send it in, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So just to so reiterate, yeah. number one, what? we had Jonathan, which was the uh, the Santa cameo. Good idea.
0: Well, that- yes. Go on. Yep, we're good. I, I-, I was just going to say, what are the ones that's, that spring to mind? Because obviously we had like well, seven or eight just then.
2: Well, let me go through them. So we have Jonathan with okay. the Santa cameo. We have Kevin with uh, asking about books to revisit. In three, we have Seth's comment on being bald, which gets my vote. You prick. Um, we have uh, number four. We go in the uh, in the black magic, uh, or Elon Musk, I should say. Um, I guess. Number five, we have Matthew uh, with the uh, the blockhead story. <laughs> um, Cameron uh, tips on uh, being a new magician and how to get into it, and then we have Dylan's hilarious uh, story about what defines. <laughs> A magician. And I, I I kind of feel like uh, that being said, I feel like Dylan has the deepest question at this point. They were all cool stories, like credit to you guys. But I think Dylan asking what makes a magician is kind of important because you know the again, the camaraderie and community is what's best. I think that's what's best about this podcast. I think the fact that we all chat throughout the show and that you guys tune in every week and you send your speak pipes in and we can deliver some value of, of, of magic, whether it be just through conversation or sharing knowledge or sharing product reviews through our good friends, like Piper magic. Like I think that community is key and pushing anyone out of the magic realm. If they do love it, um, is not a great place to be. And I feel that like, we should, if you're a magician, yes, but bring them on board and we all sort of bind together. And we, as one, just appreciate, we're trying to do it with the best of intentions and make sure mm. that we don't fall, fall out of favor, that we're not out there like buying products and uh, revealing them just because we want views, just because we want people to comment and like stuff. Like that's not what being a magician's about. And I think that mm. when we all fall into the right realm and hold up the pillars of what make you a magician, I think that's the most important thing. And I feel like that Dylan's is the most important question for that reason. I'm going to shut up now.
0: No, nah, it's going to be the bold question. It's funny to the point. All right. The Ooh, bold yeah, question it not. is. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <Seth. laughs> you guys, what about you guys? What do you guys think in, in the comments while we're chatting? Also, Andy, if Andy walks with me on Instagram is watching this. I was expecting a holiday magic wrap and you did not send one. You commented saying I should send one in. You didn't and you could have won mate so uh i just want to throw that out there for a second yeah but what, what are our what are our prizes today guys one one is we're going to send out a merch pack so one of our winners all the merch that we have on our site uh we're going to send to one person nick has really juicy unseen oh yes we have this as well you're going to get a hand package from nick here with some goodies yeah, and- so Piper and Magic have
2: supplied us some goodies to give away. We have a couple of things from Sean Taylor, a couple of packs of playing cards we can give away, and a few other bits that are just out of reach. Um, I also uh, decided that I would give away one of my best-kept secrets, um, which is my bill change uh, called Splitting the Bill. And I've only ever taught it or shared it in in my lectures. And I um, actually was... Uh, sharing this some years ago with the good folks from Illusionist who wanted to release it and they put me on the back burner for it and then they realized that magic tricks just don't sell well enough and then they dropped my project in the end. But they did love the trick, which I haven't tried to release again. I've given up on the idea,
0: but I will share it with one lucky viewer. That thing's fire. fire. It is fire. And, you know, if you wanted to, we you know, that's a, a download we could probably put on the Magic Guy show like as a, a download product if you wanted to, you know, it to live somewhere. But but for now, one lucky person's gonna get that. So just to be clear, is you that can a put
1: separate? it at conjure.com.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Look, hey, you're starting to franchise now. Is that so just to be clear, oh let's uh let's watch some some goodies from Nick here. Okay. Yeah.
2: So this could be done with American monies as well. Uh, You can take a bill, borrow it. There's a few different ways we can present this. But um, I never liked the idea of folding up the bill to change it. I thought if you could really change it, you would simply just wave your hand over the bill like so and slowly change it to a higher denomination. Thank you. And then you can take that bill and split it into two. So you take one fifty, make a hundred, and split into two fifties. So you can give this to your spectator to keep, and you can keep this one.
1: I told you it was this fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
0: that was good. Hey, I so can, I will how, reveal. I reveal here, I how to
2: make that gimmick as a gift, as a good Christmas gift because it's good Christmas spirit.
0: Nice. Hey, people are people are commenting, going that the uh, the book question. People seem to like a few people have, have uh, written into that now just okay. while we're chatting. And Nick, right. just to be clear, just to be clear that, um, video download of the changing bill, is that separate to the Piper package or that you're saying that's one prize? Everything. Separate. From got
2: lots of little giveaways. We can give away a few copies of, uh, Sean Taylor's flip out as well. Um, we have a couple of cool decks. I just, uh, I got a, a Dune deck, like from the Dune movie and I got, what's this here? Um,
0: Well, let's, let's make it, let's make all of that goodness, the physical stuff, one prize. And then let's make your download one prize because otherwise it's going to be like, all right, 17 things are going out and it's going to be a nightmare.
2: Yeah. Let's send 17 things. Screw it. (laughs) It's a lot.
0: (laughs) As one who ships things regularly, that's not a good idea. Uh, All right. Send, all right. Hit new, new, um, New contest. Send a nude to Nick K's Instagram. <laughs> <I'm not
1: laughs> in and the, first,
0: the first I'm 17 interested. people are going to win a deck for a deck. All right? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> That's
2: awful. Uh, Imagine there was a handle called dicks for decks and you just send in dick pics and they send you out a deck.
1: A I have prizes too. I'm giving away education. So yes. I, I'm offering yes. a, a Zoom session for any student that wants one that wins. If you want it, you get that. And we're going to make this a combo prize. I've been building this. Uh, oh, I forgot. I'm not on my thing. I've been building a course on Sleight of Hand Magic. It's launching in January. I'm going to give away a year, a year's membership to that. And uh, yeah. you'll have beta access, as in you'll get in before most everyone else I'm going to do that for some select students and I'll welcome you in early January. So that's what I'm giving away.
0: Damn. That's awesome. That's awesome, Doug. And so is that, is that one prize? Is that, is that what we Yeah, said? let's
1: do it together. One student yeah. gets education, Zoom session and a, uh, a, a Man, membership. Free. Early access. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So Magic Guys Merch, Nick's package, Piper package and the uh, magic download. And Doug's got his magic goodness. Merch magic knowledge. Crazy. What a giveaway. Mer- oh, merch magic knowledge. That's what a banger. Uh, if you're watching this and you're like, how do I enter? And you haven't, it's enter Christmas in the chat right now. In a few minutes, we'll start drawing them. That's how you join. Um, okay. Let's go to, uh, let. I mean, we've been up to a lot in the last week. Shall we uh, talk about some some gigs, shenanigans?
2: Yes, gig stories so gig stories is a section of the show where we like to talk about little moments of magic whether it be whilst performing or just in our day-to-day life and we're going to share those stories with you our awesome audience starting this week with josh
0: it's me so first of all did i did i talk about uh 50 cents concert last week well i didn't it- No. So Gosh. that sounds like a geek story because he did magic in his show. So maybe i just talk about that. Um, he, I thought when we had Marcus on talking about the consulting he does in the show, um, it was one effect, but he did technically four different moments of magic in his show. Uh, by the way, 50 Cent, like good work, man. Like he was so good live than what I was expecting because any video I've seen of him, performing live doesn't sound like his voice does on the, the, the albums because he's always sounds like he's yelling because he's so energized but this one cool calm, and collected sounded exactly like i thought he would so he he's opened there too right what is he 50 50 50 right almost he's like i think he's 48 yeah i think he's 48 not a spring chicken he's not, he not like that's old or anything he should have yeah he should have done this tour when he was 50 You know, Mm -hmm. he's got to do something at 50. So he starts the show by appearing in the smoke chamber, a giant smoke chamber that's in half. It comes together, Mm -hmm. fills the smoke, opens up, Mm -hmm. and he appears. And I will say that was built so goddamn well because I was sitting in a very close seat at the worst angle for an illusion right at the side. I couldn't see shit. Like the base was so thin it, it's, it's not right at the back. It's not like right at the back of the wall of the stage. It's like right in front. I couldn't see a fucking thing. Excuse my language, but, you know, we're so far in now. Could
1: now, he can be, be using the Zimmerman? The
0: no Zimmerman idea. I, I don't, know, don't know. And I, I guess I, I, I like not knowing because it was just so fooling. Yeah, that's the um, So it was great. He just said, boom, appeared. Great. Um, then he did two different color changes in the show. One, he did... Through right in the center of the theater, they had a puff, they had a massive plume of smoke, and he walks through it and comes out from like a tracksuit to like a white suit. That was cool. And then he did the one that uh, has been going more viral on TikTok, which is um, he does like four shirt changes in like four seconds. It's like boom, 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 boom. And then it goes into the many men song. Uh, and that was cool. That one he had to do right at the back wall. Because these shirts are just vaporizing off him, but uh, and then the fourth one was not. This is probably the weakest source one of them all. But it, you know, it's still they mo- they probably spent the most m- money on it. But he did like uh, what would be a runaround illusion, like you disappear on the stage, reappear somewhere else, but. <laughs> The problem was he disappeared from the stage. Like he jumped into this hole in the stage and then reappeared maybe 60 seconds later in the middle. But they they created this whole thing to go with uh, his, I think it was to go with the AO technology song where it digitally regenerated a new 50 cent using this uh, this digital screen in the air. And as it opened up, the digital body of him turned into his real body and he's like hanging very obviously suspended in the air. But he's just kind of – it was like someone had a good idea and spent heaps of money, and then I think they realized it didn't look that good, but they had spent so much money, they did it anyway, if that makes sense.
1: That sounds yeah. expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, but freaking great concert. And then I did the Theater of Magic last week. I'll just mention uh, we got our first ever uh, standing ovation in that small theater for that show amazing because uh, it's not easy to get a small group of people to stand up when everyone's like self-conscious about themselves as opposed to you know a whole theater of hundreds where they're just like yeah cool whatever that was really cool and we were talking about sleight of hand before being magic uh, <laughs> I just had this really cool I might upload the video if you guys are interested in seeing it but um I just I heard out of the corner of my ear I asked this guy to to, ha- to have thought of a card and he said it and then he also went to say the second card he thought of and I just heard half of it before I went into the routine and I remembered it. And so at the end of the routine, I quickly switched it out for that second card that he said and just left it there, just a simple top change and and just waited for the moment where I could be like, now you you named that card yourself, but you almost changed your mind, didn't you? And he said it himself. And I was like, well, if, if we had to do the trick with that card, I'd have to just... And then he picks up the card. Everyone's like, no, no way. It was like just one of those.
1: Josh you know, says just a simple top change.
0: <laughs> assuming
1: that card is casually on the top.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and that
1: you, you know, it's probably luck that it's there. Not yes. that it's managed by advanced preparation and skill. Misdirection, direction, etc. Yeah, And you, sir, you
0: are a magician. You know what it's like, Doug. When you spend years and decades practicing, you just get lucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That mo- Moments like that are real magical, right? Like that's the
0: stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's pick a winner. So um, let but me go to... What about to... Next, next story? Oh, sorry. Breeze sorry. over me, but I'm not going to breeze over
1: Nick K. I know he's got something juicy.
0: Sorry, uh, I just got... Uh, I was just...
2: Yo, look, it was
1: absorbed magician.
2: Yeah, like look, that. it was just, it was just another nice week of gigs um, for myself. Nothing too too gnarly happened. Like it was just one corporate after another, and lovely rooftops with pools and whatever else. And what was really nice was I did another rooftop. Like I went from the rooftop at the Marriott to the rooftop at the Sofitel. And um, perform there, and and they they liked it so. I booked me for one hour of roving and enjoyed it so much. I asked me to stay for another. Nice. So that's that's always nice, and the, and like that's one of the things that agents love about me. They're like, I don't know how you can do a gig, and they go, Can you stay for one more hour? Can you stay for one more hour? Can you stay for one more hour? And then all of a sudden, I've just like quadrupled my my bookings. That's always fun. But I do have one story, but it's Christmas themed. So I want to ask, are we gonna are we Christmas themed now, or should I save it for next week? Because this is a good one.
0: Well, I think we will have an
2: episode next week. Um, Let's do a Christmas Not me. I'm now.
1: on hiatus till
2: January. Okay, yeah. then, Doug, I want, okay, I'm going to tell the story now because I want you to hear this story. Yeah, Doug.
1: tell okay. it. Well, this it story is is... By the way, type in Christmas. Scotty P just got here. Type in Christmas. Yeah, again.
2: type in Christmas. <clears throat> I call this story uh, the Christmas cock grab. And what happened was... <laughs> I'm glad you didn't wait. <laughs> 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 So the story is called The Christmas Cock Grab because I do a card to box type routine where I vanish the entire deck and it's it appears inside the box. Now, in this particular event, I was performing alongside my agent, which I just had coffee with yesterday. Um, he's, we've been working together for the past 16 years and I adore him. And this is what reminded me of the story. We were dressed up as magic elves and he was just doing shtick as, uh, you know, as a clown and I was doing stick sh- as a magical elf and I'm doing coins and candy canes and cards and all kinds of stuff. And I remember exactly where it was because it's down where all the cruise ships meet down the down by the water where I was performing. And this outfit was green tights, no pockets, just green tights and like a woolly jacket with a stupid hat. And you know, I wore like glasses and fake teeth and no. just, it just looked like an absolute tool. But the thing is, I don't know if you know what your boy, Nick K, looks like when he wears tights. Like Robin Hood? Well, (laughs) like Robin... (laughs) So, the joys of being bald is that your body is filled with testosterone. And because you have testosterone, you tend to have... <laughs> Thank um, you for your patronage. <laughs> okay, for lack of a better word, let's just, uh, uh, what's, um, you have a Girthy Todger. Is that fair? And that
0: has to be worthy of a like and share. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so here I am doing uh, this gig. I'm, I'm, and, and I had to wear the outfit because they paid for the privilege. And my agent was like, this is what you're wearing. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm, are you sure? Like I can't tuck, I mean, I can tuck it between my legs, but that's about as, that's all I can do to get rid of this situation here. So anyway, I'm hoping no one will notice doing all my magic up here at my face so no one looks down <laughs> at my business, you know?
0: That's what we really call pack small, place big. Oh, um, yeah. No one will
1: notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to use misdirection.
2: So, so let's misdirect, uh... let's, let's direct the tension. So anyway, here's where it gets hilarious. I'm doing my trick. An overzealous woman is performing away. Like I'm performing too, rather. And she's she's like trying to catch me, catch me. And then I vanish the deck of playing cards.
0: I oh, know. Uh yep. And she goes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> she goes, There it is.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my. I didn't care, huh?
2: She grabs me on my cash and prizes, my friends. And really, yep, she thought that this bulge in my pants. Whoa, that's not what the, she
1: thought at all. She thought I, I can get away with this.
2: She thought I vanished the pack of playing cards and it vanished to my pants,
0: really. But- that was she not... You
1: really think that's what she thought? No. She,
0: was, surely she wasn't like, oh, he's cleverly placed it over his package, but I'm going to reach right there and grab the deck. No, she. It, uh, I, I
2: vanished the pack and this woman grabbed
1: yeah, me. Right they, at, they noticed. Yeah. Your plan didn't work.
2: <laughs> or was it his plan to begin with? Yeah. No I, no, I never really go performing magic with the intention that someone's going to, like, grab me right <laughs> on my... My bits. But she just opened palm, uh, like, there it is, and she grabbed, and she squeezed. Like, she was, like, there, squeezed, and I was, like, oh. And, so, <laughs> and then she was, like, that's not a pack of playing cards. And she was, like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Please don't tell HR. And I'm, like, I won't,
0: but I think this interaction is over. So, <laughs> I won't for 200 bucks, uh, And then you yeah. do that at every group. <laughs> But I've been
2: saving that story for a Christmas story, and I'm glad that you were here to to experience it, Doug. So um, I guess that's just going to happen in the field, that if you wear tights and vanish a large item and they see a large item in your pants, they're going to go, that's where it is. Yep. Emotional damage.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a story. What a story. I think that should win a prize. Freaking <laughs> hell. I think she wanted a prize. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, you have you had any weird interactions like that in the past? With a couple dudes, you know. I went home with That's... them. It's all good. It usually is guys, isn't it, that are the handsy ones.
1: You know, when you work in the French quarter enough, you run into some things.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, you definitely get the the People trying to actually put their hands in your I've sleeves. I've had women
1: get frisky, but like flat out grabbing for the crotch. That is, that woman was just hot to trot, I think. Like, she's like, oh, I thought it was the deck. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Nah. Y- you mix enough wine and they think, like, yeah. they're like, oh, this would be funny.
1: Yeah. And then if it's not funny, it's an accident.
0: Mm. <laughs> yep. That was but Nick. Uh, it's
1: really your fault for wearing that sexy ass tight, So
2: Well, I guess I know. was asking for the attention. I shouldn't have worn yeah, this. It's uh, your fault. You should,
1: have, should have had have... something to prevent the
2: I, Exactly. I should have known yeah, better profession. than to have the lipstick and the high heels. We you, you tighten up
1: again. Will you prevent the bulge? Will you wear a little thing or a big thing? Is it no? What am I?
2: What am I? I mean, you know what? I might just like. I might just like stuff it and make it.
0: Like ridiculously, just make it, just make it bigger. Like make yeah. it in the shape oh. of a just 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 uh, curve it at the end so it looks like a candy cane. Yeah, Let's put a and Christmas tree there. In there.
1: Put some ornaments on it.
0: <laughs> this is
1: beautiful.
2: Oh Christmas tree! Oh Christmas tree! <laughs> this,
1: this yeah. Christmas cast needs to end. Let's uh, give away some gifts.
0: All right, here we go. So let me go back to the um, the shared screen in that case. All right. So, so we,
2: together, we have, ooh, oh, look, I'm, I'm going to give away everybody
1: entered. Someone didn't enter. There's one person who didn't enter.
0: Oh boy. All right. Good luck, have, So Nick, I'm, I'm guessing uh, you'll write these down. These, these winners.
2: Well, we have a recorder, don't we? Yeah.
0: Also. Yes. But just so we don't have to, you know. All right. Oh, yeah. So, um, here's what we'll do. If you win, it will save us time. If you can message us on the, uh, instagram the magic guys instagram so we can then get your address and stuff yes. um so if you win send us your address name and we'll get the things too but uh, first let's go with the magic guys merch package extravaganza i mean hit draw and our winner it is- oh look at this this is really cool oh, yeah, it's cool right wow you love this thing it's gonna pick somebody it's gonna pick somebody and it is House till the end. Congratulations. I don't know. I precisely. That we have a new new person
1: winning some stuff. We gotta this is a. Uh,
0: this, this is unfamiliar.
1: Great. Congratulations. Yeah.
0: House to the end, please message us on Instagram at the Magic Guys and get in touch or um uh yeah find us. Great. Okay, that's the hey Seth.
1: Type in Christmas real quick. Maybe you can still get in there.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, Seth. Seth didn't. Well, Seth. I mean, Se- Yeah. Right. Seth. Maybe not. There.
1: Whatever. You're late. Okay.
0: Let's do this. So, okay. Next prize is. Uh, Draw did we decide- Up right. Yeah. Yeah. But th- which prize are we giving away next? Uh, Let's go ooh, with the uh, next uh, Piper package. Okay. The Piper package. Piper magic package of goodness is going to be. Who is it going to end up with?
2: Ding, 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 ding,
1: good karma
0: yes well, Mike let
1: right. me a hell of a piece of magic he's a, a he's a machinist and he retooled the uh one to six spot card it's an amazing piece of work uh gifted yeah. me that look at him winning gifts good karma paying off oh Let's damn,
0: damn absolutely Mike. Mike. yeah buddy all right congratulations you, buddy and thank you for your support now so next is nick's uh, extra- what do you call your effect? This is the bill change, Nick K's well, bill change. It's, it's the splitting the bill. Splitting the bill. All right. So this you're going to get as a download uh, sent to you, and this is going to go to. I'm going to need this download so it's for two people, really. <laughs>
2: yeah. Gary Davis. Gary Davis. <laughs> All right.
0: Gary Davis, congratulations. Look, you got the but, sunnies. But for real, Just, it's for two people. Two people, yes. That's right. That's right. Remember, sending, send your address uh, online. All right. Let's do – before we do – I feel like Doug's is like the most value out of everything here. So before we do that, who are we selecting for the um, voicemail winner? Okay.
2: Well – the audience did suggest a lot of, uh, you know, promote Kevin's for, for talking about the books. And obviously Mm. they're a big fan of knowledge and knowledge seems to be key because obviously the biggest and coolest thing we're giving away today is the knowledge that Doug's going to be sharing. So, Mm. so, so, so I think that in the spirit of why people come to hang out with us and wanting to learn and asking great questions, just like Dylan did, it's also where does the knowledge come from? So when you think about what, what we share and what we know, a lot of it comes from books. So maybe, maybe with respect to that, Kev is the winner.
0: I'm happy with that. What do you think? Kev's the winner?
2: I vote for anything that keeps me out
1: of John Prentice's world in a Santa Santa suit.
0: <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so Kev wins the Doug package. Is that what we're saying? No, he... Oh, he wins like, another package. Yeah. We'll he some he wins uh, some decks that Nick's going to send you.
2: Yeah, we'll send you some shit. Don't worry. It's fine.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's keep track of that. Well done.
1: Look, Next uh, thing uh, send Kevin, you. look, find my email. You want to Zoom? You win a Zoom too. I'll Zoom you up. If you oh, have sh- something you to talk about go. magic movies, I hook you up. Conjure at conjure.com.
0: All right, Kev, listen to that. You're going to get some stuff from You've been from double Nick. prized. Yeah, you're going to get the Zoom from Doug. And uh, you know what? We're going to send you a, uh, a floor mug as well. We're going to send you a floor mug. So you get something from all of us. You're going to get the Magic Guys mug. You're going to get – because you send in the voicemail. We appreciate all your voicemails. But um, amazing. Now, I get to press the button one more time. This is great. So this is for the grandiose prize, the, the beta access to the Conjure class – and the time with the man himself, the Zoom session. Let's go ahead and see who's going to win this. I and, hope it's uh, not possible. I should have entered myself, to be honest. Good luck, everyone. Yeah, messed uh, up. More good luck to Bob. Ed, Ed, Ed. All right, Ed, <laughs> Ed, that's that's it, Ed.
1: Love to have him in the over. I have a hunch he was going to join anyway, but now you know, I got to pay for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool yeah that's awesome congratulations everyone this has been awesome great stuff look i hope everyone has a great christmas um time with their family or with their loved ones um gets super drunk you know all that fun stuff and um but we'll be here so doug's doug's a busy man he's got to see family he's got to have eggnog he's got to you know, I
1: got to finish building this course. Truth be told, I can't think about anything but that, and that's what I'm yeah. going to be doing for the next ten days, except being a good grandpa. So yeah.
2: exactly. Now we were talking about when to actually do next week's episode because it is hmm. uh, for here in Oz. It is the day after Christmas, which would be our Boxing Day on the twenty sixth. But it's going to be Christmas Day for you guys. So we were thinking just to ensure that you guys can enjoy yourselves and be a part of it, we should push it back a day. So drop us a line. Let us know what you guys would prefer. Cool. What do oh, you we'll think, Nick? Yeah.
0: yeah, Nick, you and I could just dress up as Santa and just do a Christmas Day episode if uh, totally. if people are on board what for it. You if you're
1: available. Ring up John Prentice and get that done too while you're at it. Get that Santa Claus visit done.
0: That's ah, wow. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like what's going on here. All right. Well, look, since uh, Doug's going to be away for a little bit, I think we should get the final word from Doug, don't you think? I think that makes sense. That makes so sense. Uh, let's sign off with Doug's final word and you guys enjoy. We'll see you on Christmas day, I guess uh, pending, but uh, let's leave it with.
1: Wow. I didn't expect the final word. So look, uh, you know, I guess this I'm blessed. I'm going to go enjoy some holiday time with family, with loved ones. I hope everyone here has blessings in their world. And if not, then here's what you do you take your magic tricks, you take them out into the world, you make your own blessings and reap the reward. This is my final word go enjoy your magic. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear
2: now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.